Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We talked number plates today, didn't yeah, we? They bring them that. out March the 1st. And uh, some of them go for quite big money. You ever had one, Paul? I didn't ask you that. Never had a personalised number plate. No, no not my thing, really. I've always had better things to spend my money on. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I, mean, I suppose if you've got a lot of money, but it yeah. never interested me uh, particularly. I could do the old joke there. I might just change my name to 8checks42. Yeah, that's it. That's the way to do it. Um, when, when we're all droids in about... Well, 10 exactly. years, then exactly. we can all do that thing, can't we? Yeah, exactly. um, what else did we do? Oh, yeah, Jim White joined us. We talked Manchester United and Jim Ratcliffe addressing the fans yesterday. What did Jim, as a fan and journalist, make of it? Yeah. We had a chat. You had a, It was a dark day for you, Charlie, of Not a good day. We had a, a big chat about the administration of Talk United, which I don't think is going to make it into the podcast. Which Some of it might. Completely understandable. Some of it might. But, uh, yes, a dark day for the girls, but we will rise again, you hopefully, will rise Paul, again. I'm sure. Yes. So, uh, here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. And, nice uh, yeah, that's what we've decided to do. Uh, Andy's not here. Jeff can't be with us today. Um, so, we thought, well, we'll kind of have a little T20 five-birthday yeah. spread. And we thought... Often the listeners get involved and they, they, yeah. they do their own toppers on social media. They're yeah. one of the gags off the back of Andy's birthdays or gags. They think it sounds easy to and, write the and jokes. And they do their little topper. So, look, it's no pressure. All we're looking for this afternoon is for you, the TalkSport listener, to take to uh, the WhatsApp voice notes, 03717 You've just peruse the papers or online today mm-hmm. and find somebody celebrating their birthday, ideally this week, in the yeah. last seven days since Andy last did it somebody who celebrated their birthday can be well-known people not so well-known people it, a bit like andy does it could come down to the quality of the joke you think you can get out if you of can it. see someone's name and you think you can do a pun on the uh, back of that name, yeah bang there's your do not text it because we will see the answers in front of us yeah we do not want that there's got to be on the voice note so yeah we just need 03717 that's 03717 Double four, and, uh, and uh, I think we, the uh, best way to do it is to say, and it's a very happy birthday yes. to uh, Fred Smith, uh, the you know emeritus professor of Partick Thistle University. Yes, um, and and then obviously don't give us the age at that point, and yeah. then give us the joke. Lovely. We have to guess the age, 
yeah. then g- give us the, a little bit of air around it. We're asking a lot here. But just a little bit of a gap, and then you can say what the age is. It normally goes something like, you know, oh, it's, and it's a very And I only saw him last to week. To Charlie yeah. Baker. Yeah. I saw Charlie the other day with 12 of his friends. Yeah. It was a baker's dozen. Oh, there so, we along are. Along those lines. Ideally funnier that's, than that. I mean, that's not really yeah. a great joke. No, you know, I know you mean. Just, just I know think you mean, that's the shape of the joke. Yeah, that's, that's the kind of deal. You've heard the birthday spread before. Blimey, if you haven't, you probably wouldn't be interested in doing this anyway. But this is your chance. Uh, you are the stars. We're going to need five of them this yes. afternoon. We're just doing a little T21. So we'll do that around quarter to four. So you've got a bit of time, but crack on now. Find a birthday of the week. Yeah. Um, I wonder if we should just do it with punters. And it's my aunt Lil's yeah. birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, a joke on your own name. We've got a chance exactly, with Aunt yeah. Lil, uh, as we have with, you know, Emeritus Professor yes. of whatever, or like the that. head of ICI. So go on then. Whoever 03, you want. 03717 Your chance, create your own little gag. Go, this the WhatsApp voice notes. That's the easiest way to do it. And uh, we'll get the best five uh, this afternoon. The producer and the assistant producer will arbitrate and um yeah well uh, you'll be setting the gags doing the business for us yes a, a little one-off special as andy's not here very nice am um, i there's there wasn't there was some football on last night paul yeah. but the way i have to try and watch football yeah is uh i either i've got uh tnt on my on my phone yeah which I then throw to my telly, which is you know uh, yeah. annoying. Okay. Or uh, or I have to watch it. You know, watch it on on, on Sky. And yeah. I wanted to watch the Liverpool game, but it wasn't on last night. Right. Ben's coming. I don't know why Ben's coming. I think he's got a bit of breaking news. You want to hold he? that thought? Yeah, sure. I think I've just seen what it is. Um, Fletch. Well, I wasn't coming in to ask how Torquay were doing anyway. Oh, it's yeah. my microphone on. Put your mic on. Don't start, wouldn't it? That's it. Uh, Celtic have announced that their goalkeeper, Joe Hart's going to retire at the end of the season. Oh, okay. uh, the former England goalkeeper calling time on his career uh, at the end of this campaign. Brendan Rodgers said uh, he's enjoyed a phenomenal career. He'll be a huge miss to the game when he finally retires from playing football in the summer. So the question mark's now over where he ranks in the history of uh, great English goalkeepers. But Joe Hart is to hang up his gloves at the end of this season. Mm. What a strange uh, career. Joe no, he's had a great... I mean, I tell you what, if you get a chance, uh, uh, he sat down... Uh, Dave Edwards, the former Wolves midfielder, does an excellent podcast. Thanks, Fletch. Does Cheers, an excellent Fletch. podcast called In the Stiffs, where a bunch of the guys, ex-Shrewsbury boys, yeah. ex-teammates just get together and talk about life uh, in the world of football. And they interviewed Joe. It was a two-parter. OK. And I, I, I texted Dave. I said it was a great listen. It was really interesting. You know, I had a bit of skin in the game. He played at my place. but he did, yeah. He'd had a great career. And um, it's fascinating. It's a real fascinating listen. And, uh, you know, if people, you, sometimes you make, not that I had, but sometimes people do make value judgments about players and what happened in certain circumstances. Yeah. Uh, and so to hear him from the horse's mouth, uh, and he came across as a very honest guy, um, really interesting listen. So, well, I mean, amazing career. Yeah, well, of course, you know, at the top level. You just go, he was sort of flying high, wasn't he? Really flying high. And what happened at had City? A, had a couple of bad games and then just... Well, it was, uh, no, it it was, was just Celtic pep, and won a few titles pep, and stuff. Pep, just didn't fancy yeah. him for whatever reason. He didn't suit what was needed. That can happen, can't it? But he does yeah. talk very interestingly about it. But anyway, I great think, career. I think he, I think he Joe. really was in that sort of um, bit between uh, keepers needing to play out with their feet and not, wasn't he? He was, yeah. the, he was the sort of number one keeper between I mean, between he there. So. He wasn't, it just, you know, in the end, I suppose you could, I think you kind of sense that he could have made his case till the cows come home. But ultimately, he would have said, no. No, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Look, sure, you're yeah, a good lad. Course, I've yeah. got something personal. It's just, no. 
Anyway, um, as you said, he went off to Scotland and has won stuff, so yeah. well done to him. More trophies than Harry Kane, Paul. It, um, oh, anyway, I, I, anyway. Just no need. No need. <laughs> I think he's going to be perennially second for the rest of his life. No, no, no. It's far too early. Anyway, so. if he wants to win a, a trophy, I'll go back to my boring story. He yeah. was... Um, I, I ended up watching on, on the proper telly, yeah. on, on telly, uh, Wickham v Bradford. Oh, OK. In the Bristol Street Motors. Nice. And I tell you, it was a brilliant game. Was it a good game? Oh, it was absolutely a brilliant game. The Bradford pitch was like something from the 70s. It was like watching a game from the 70s. Really? It was because like, they've had some bad weather. Because they've had there. some bad weather. It was, it was it was a brown pitch. You rarely see oh, a brown pitch no. these days. The Wickham keeper made save after save after save. Wow. And you thought, if I know lower league football, if I know football, Wickham are going to get one at the most two shots here yeah. and one of them's going to go in. Of course, 89th minute. That's exactly drop, what happened. Drops to their striker who just come on up front. Drop to it. Touch. Back of the net. Oh. They win the game. It's a great game. Wow. Wickham so you chose Bradford. right. I chose Wickham you v chose Bradford. chose Liverpool. Oh, that wasn't on, wasn't it? It wasn't, it wasn't on. on the box. The only place here it was uh, sport. Porto Arsenal was the one yeah. that was pretty boring, so I turned that off. Yeah, they're yeah, really not like Arsenal. I have a shot on target. I exactly. fully expect them to do the business at their place. So 1-0. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure they would have preferred 0-0, but 1-0 is not a total disaster. No. Although, you know, Porto did have a couple of chances. Don't travel that well, Arsenal, I don't think, in, in Europe. Today. Yeah. They don't seem to do well on the road that Harvey well, that Elliott often, cost so. me some money last night. Cheers, Harvey. Thanks very much. And, um, I a, did a little. Um, I just I had three one. I did, the three one was very key to oh, me oh, winning. Was it? Pretty chunky bet from oh, my point of view. Oh, my five no. p each way. Yeah. And uh, uh, Harvey pops up. Cheers, mate. Scores a fourth. That's the end of that. That was, was the final. That was the final cog. Uh, yeah, it would have been perfect. That was a stat. I was in, amazed. At. Whenever Halvey Elliott comes, I'm like, oh, here he is. Lovely. They're still bringing on the on the kids. You know, giving you forty four. No, no he, he's not forty. He's played hundred games. I know. That, that was his hundredth game. I was yeah. like, how has he played hundred games? I know. That's very true. Anyway, a couple of things to get you going on. Apart from uh, the listener takeover on the birthday spread. Yes. Uh, WhatsApp uh, voice notes with your birthday, with your little gagette in the Andy Jacobs style. Is homage to him as he's not here this week. And uh, we'll need the age of the person as well. Although we, you know, we can find that out once you've done all the hard work. Don't feel you have to do that. Um, oh three seven one seven double two double three double four. Danny Kerr, uh, a fa- fantastic rugby player, of course, turning out for England at the weekend, has admitted that he has one of the game's worst diets. He was happy to tell journalists that. Um, you know the nutritionists get annoyed because he obviously passes all the tests that he needs to, and oh, when yeah. they're pinching the body fat, that comes across well. But he's more likely to be on the biscuits and the burgers, is he? And uh, yeah, he said that really does annoy all the uh, fitness and nutritionist people who are obviously saying to the players, "Don't want to be doing this, don't want to be doing that." Yeah. Burgers and cakes, cookies and saunas. Yeah, he says it's all fine like when you're, it's all fine while you're playing, Paul. Yeah, because the moment he stops playing, he continues get that. a bit of a derby oh, on yeah, everything. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, playing fast and loose with the with the um, with the diet around sport is quite good. I mean, I've, I've always loved the pre-match meal or the oh, yeah. half-time. Remember once we had a great uh, call from a listener who um, th- they forgot the oranges. Somebody forgot the oranges oh, yeah. at half-time, and for some reason. A bloke had been home to see his mum and dad before he played the game, and mum had given him a dozen rock cakes. So they said, "Well, they got sugar in it." They said, "Oh yeah, they got sugar in." So they all broke, and so they're eating rock cakes. Bit dry, bit yeah, <laughs> bit cloying. <laughs> roof of your mouth. Imagine that you sweated up in the first bit of dry pastry half. on the roof of your mouth. Wasn't it? Yeah, so whether oh it was a pre-match meal, whether it was a half-time snack, oh, whatever yeah, it nice. was. Fast and loose with the sporting diet. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Playing fast and loose with the sporting diet off the back of Danny Kerr's admission today that 
uh, annoys the nutritionist that he can uh, still keep himself in good nick despite being on the burgers and the cakes and the, oh yeah nice yeah uh, and the buns um, so uh, yeah oh three seven one seven double two double three double four. Uh, you can get in touch. Yeah. You've had a bit of a sh- shock news. Now, we often do talk about Talkie United. They're your team and our producer's team. We do. Um, I, there's a statement from your owner that says you've just gone into administration. Yeah, he said he wants to... Uh, I think I think he's pulling his money out of the club and yeah. we've gone into administration. Uh, it's been up and down about the ownership for the last uh, six months, a year. The ownership has been uh, uh, a, a subject of, of, of some... Uh, disagreement between fans and and yeah. owners. What they're trying to do. We all thought what was trying to happen was uh, basically trying to. It, it felt like they were trying to sell the club. It felt, well, it, it felt it, like it, they were trying to the sell, sell, sell the is, ground. You it know. comes to that. Daniel Story um, from the Independent has um, written a big piece about the club. Yeah. I mean, we're hearing about Rochdale yesterday. There's a lot of clubs in peril. Mm-hmm. Um, it's since the, a lot of, for a lot of these clubs. It's since the COVID sort of help disappeared. Right. Um, and clubs are still in in a situation of managing. How it was during the pandemic, but without the, the government help, you know. So, yeah, uh, yeah. That's a lot so of So, look, time. I say Daniel Story from the in, uh, Independent in the Eye has written a big piece about this today, about your club. Yeah. And then three hours later, it goes into administration. Yes. There's any link between the two. Maybe you'll track Daniel down. But I don't know what happens if you go into administration at National League South level. You, you, you get a points deduction, Charlie. Do we know? I have no idea, Paul. Yeah. Is, is my answer. All I, my, I know South End had a points deduction in National League and they weren't allowed to uh, transfer players. I think Taunton recently n- nearly went into administration in the National League South right. and weren't allowed to to transfer players. I have no idea. I'm not a businessman. I'm a football fan who stands on the on the, on the uh, terraces yeah. and cheers on my team and just wants the very best for them. Yeah. Uh, we were, were a penalty kick away from being... Back in the football league. That's right. Them's the margins. They are the margins. The margins are, the margins are unbelievable. I do not yeah. know. I don't know what's happening at the club. I do not know what's happening. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We're going to be chatting about uh, match referees mic'd up. The monthly um, TV show that you catch with uh, Howard Webb, the head of the referees, yeah. and Michael Owen. Um, if you haven't they've not seen added it, songs and stuff like we've suggested no, in the not, past, they've not made You're it. not taken on any of our... They've not made... Because it would be great if they could take it on the Saturday nights. Oh, that'd be it? lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah, but anyway, floor. there's some interesting stuff came out of this one. Not if you're a keeper. I'd be a bit worried. Um, bit of news out of Stoke City in the last hour. Ricky Martin is no longer the technical director. Oh, no. He's on the gardening leave de loca. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's... No, he's, he's an upside, an inside out, you know. That's right. He looked at that's how he looks at the squad but he's left and uh, um, um, I think Enrique Anglesias is coming in now <laughs> to keep up with the Spanish crooner theme so but anyway no, nice. Jonathan Waters is doing it best of luck oh, Jonathan very good luck to him yeah. player's going to be going in there on an interim basis so there we are um, yeah we're going to be talking about that and keep those um, birthday spread it's the listener takeover today five birthdays needed uh, a number of you have been sending them in. Um, 03717 Pratt, need... Perhaps we'll play some of the ones that haven't quite made the cut, Paul, just, to hear, so? just to hear what the level of jokes Not is. Not to ridicule them, just to, Not sort to, of ridicule, say, just to hear this what the level is. This one isn't in, but this gives you an example. Yeah, we'll okay. play a few of those. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Charlie, I'm just happy that Bobby the dog wasn't around to have his age questioned. He's gone by the, he's gone by all, all this conjecture. On a day that Talkie Night have gone into administration, that is the saddest news of the day. Bob, Bobby the dog, 31 years old, yeah. now they're questioning if he was 31. Yeah. 
I mean, he's not here to defend himself. Yeah, is I know, it? You know what I mean? Doesn't seem fair. Unbelievable. We should. We would have got him on the line if. What is yes? I was thirty-one if I was a day. Yeah, that's it. Do you think he spoke like he's Portuguese? Absolutely. He's Portuguese. I was thirty-one if I was a day. Yeah, it wasn't a pirate Portuguese. Sound disrespectful to Bobby the dog? It did a little bit, and all of Portugal. Hey, Abelardo, for having me on. Yeah. Lives in Withenshaw now, does he? All <laughs> the two sawgrass, please. All the voices, all the voices. Um, yeah, one of the things that came out of the Manchester United uh, chat with Jim Radcliffe yesterday was quite funny. He was doing a bit, wasn't he, Jim, about uh, Sheikh Yassim and the fact that no one had ever seen him. No bid apparently ever came in, as far as they knew. No one ever seen him before. Yeah. It was almost suggesting that he doesn't exist. He was AI. That he's AI shaped Jassim, Yeah, he said that. Are so, you allowed to say that about somebody? Well, they don't actually what, they're exist. They're AI. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he does. But this was uh, this was um, Jim Ratcliffe sort of questioning whether how serious the bid was. They he thought was, they thought it was a, a not quite humourable about to it. bump up the bid. Elsewhere, I don't know. It? I mean, it, it was. Is it like you do when I've got a couple of people interested? You know, when you're selling a car. Oh yeah, or so, something, yeah. You know, well, I've got know. one or two others to see first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's one of those. <laughs> I've got some other clubs to see first. But anyway, I don't know where this takes us. But uh, have you ever completely invented somebody? Yeah. And in what yeah. circumstances? We'd love to know this afternoon. Yeah. We've been finding out about you're selling your house or selling your some car of your interesting yeah, yeah, pre-match yeah. Uh, meals. Gary, the Leeds fan, he oh, says yeah. uh, years ago I used to watch my local Sunday League team. They had the usual bucket with ice cold water in it which I took was for the physio but when I actually looked in it one day it was full of half time cans of lager oh, perfect keeping Lovely. them cold well, of course it is absolutely <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast confirmation that Ray Lewington has stepped down uh, it was Roy Hodgson's assistant at Crystal yeah, Palace that, yeah. he's gone the same way and uh, we will miss a, a man of that age wearing shorts, shorts. In, in all weathers on the touchline I think all managers should wear shorts this weekend as a, as a little uh, just, mark of respect exactly. to Ray sort of shorts do you think Arteta wears ch- chinoed? Do you think a tailored short? I think he would go Arteta, for a, a slim tailor. I bet he's got hairy legs. Arteta. Oh, I imagine. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No sock. I can imagine him. No sock. So you go for a quite a long. Arteta. Short. I'm going a long, a long, just above the knee chino yeah. short. Okay. And an espadrille. Okay. Maybe an espadrille. Nice, uh, no okay. sock. No socks. Fair enough. That's what I'm going for there. Um, i one at round. Why don't you Jürgen Klopp? Jürgen Klopp. I've never Klopp. seen yeah, him in a pair of shorts. Yeah. Imagine he goes. Oh, okay. You've gone. <laughs> you're on very route one there, haven't you? I know a high, a high. I imagine like, you go for quite a quite short, like um, Argentina '78 yeah, World lovely. Cup. A, sh- like, a, sh- a short short. Yeah, and a pair of uh, Adidas. And yeah. some socks pulled right up, right to, to like sort of halfway up the shin. Okay, fair that's where I think uh, uh, Jurgen right. will be. Well, just in, some, in of the the some of the shorts they won't be wearing on the touchline this weekend. <laughs> It'd be nice though, wouldn't it? The um, Ray Lewington uh, weekend. It would be lovely. Nice. The um, we told you earlier on that about Danny Care, the England rugby player, admitting that he does play a bit fast and loose with his diet, and it annoys the nutritionist, but doesn't affect the way he plays. He passes all the tests that he should pass. But he likes a pie, likes a burger, yeah. likes, the, likes the sweet treats. Still looks good. Um, my school went to play Eton football once. They oh, treated nice. us very well and gave us a pre-match wow. meal. Steak and kidney pie, mash and veg. Uh, they beat us 5-0 and we struggled badly. Yeah. I wonder why that An was. An absolute shower. Yeah. Afterwards, one of their players uh, told us we looked a bit out of shape. Well, I suppose you've got three yeah. and a half tonnes of steak and kidney pie in you, haven't you? Yeah. But, um, Didn't they do that on purpose, Paul? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely on just... purpose. Bring them in. Yeah, that's just give them a full of, never Bring the, the boys in. They've never had a meal like it before. Ever been to Eton, Paul? Ever been to see it? Seen, ever seen it? No, no, not, not. Have you been? Went there once. My friend was playing cricket 
there once. And yeah. I'll tell you what, it wasn't like my school. No, I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> more eating rifles. Like you go, yeah. you go, well, could you tell me where the, uh, the cricket pitch is, please? Which one? You know, yeah, like, you yeah. know about 50. They don't have the school box, do they? Everybody has to, <laughs> everybody has to borrow. Did yeah, you see who's that? got the box? I haven't seen you since we saw uh, Kenny West uh, rock up at the Inter game the other night with the misses. I didn't and see that. And did you see that? No, he was no, in the no, crowd. No. You couldn't oh, miss him. Nice. Uh, he was there with uh, Playboy Carty, or Todd as we like to call him, <laughs> us fans of, of Grange Hill. Yeah, Tucker. And Rich the Kid. Uh, that's right, oh, he was yeah. there with Tucker. And, um, yeah, he was there with the missus. But he was wearing... Do you know where he wears a kind of balaclava backwards? He wears like a a, 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 sort of a, a mask, a, a sort of black mask. Oh, you yeah. can't see his face. His face. And he, he pointed out a few years ago, the reason he does it, he said, I wear it because it's not about being a celebrity. It's just... it. it but you're thinking, that draws far more attention to you. <laughs> yeah. I think that, that's old Kenya that bloke? with his balaclava on backwards. <laughs> Why does he do that? Because he wants to be there on his own. It's just a not... kind of it's an antidote to fame, he says. But it marks him out so much more than if because you probably wouldn't spot him with a hoodie it's up, an, would you? An really? Antidote to sanity. Yeah, all you have to do is put a cap on and some sunglasses, and yeah, it seems to you work. Get, you'll be all right. You'll be absolutely people. fine, wouldn't you? Yeah. People keep coming on the shark. It's funny, isn't it? Paul, where you, where we where we react to stuff. You go. Hmm. People keep coming on the shark. Hey, all right, lads, how are you? You know, to us today. I'm going. Yeah, absolutely fine. And then I go. You're not, are you? No, I'm not. My club's going into. <laughs> That's right. Your club's going into administration. Absolutely awful. Dreadful. It's difficult. It's difficult, isn't it? Dreadful. What do you you, are you supposed to say? Not not very well. Actually, not very good. Actually, should I be saying that on the radio? Not great. Actually, if you want to get into it. No, that's okay. Now I'm not. Let me talk you through it. Let me talk through the last six years. No one wants to hear that, do they? Um, Anyway, uh, we're going to have a uh, chat with the good people at the DVLA. Oh, nice. March the first. Some new number plates are coming. I love number plate chat. There's there's some they have to avoid. And I don't think we can even read them out this time of day. People try and sneak through the sweary ones. Oh, yeah, nice. So yeah. they have to take them off the market. Okay. Um, what have you got for us, Paul? Say uh, it with numbers. Well, I can. Uh, apparently they're not very keen on 24RSE. <laughs> they've, they've got rid of that one. They think the four RSE. could, okay, the yeah, four could yeah. be misconstrued for it a letter be, of the yeah, alphabet. Right. If you're an Arsenal fan, then. I'm not going to go down the W24. If, if you're an Arsenal fan. Yes, I, I'm guessing. Well, 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 they've got some, they've got some uh, football ones. They're also going to tell us about some of those that are going to be coming up okay. and how much they're likely to cost you, because obviously very sought after. How do they come up with them? Do they... Well, that's well why we're getting... uh, uh, this is the thing. You're not the expert. We're no, getting the Matthew expert Dayton on. Matthew Dayton is. He's from DVLA. Do you think people who work for the DVLA have DVLA one? You think? Well, that must be quite. One. We'll find out. Is that quite? Is the governor <laughs> the of the governor. DVLA? Has he got that? Well, that's, that's what you get given on your first day. That's pretty much like who drives a snowplow to work, Charlie. That question, isn't it? <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Daniel's story there from the I newspaper. You can go and read his piece, which gives you all the background to uh, to what's gone on to Dan. They've arrived at this decision to put the club into administration. Yeah. I feel your pain. It's uh, it's Thanks, it's it's horrible situation. You know, but you, I mean, the club will still exist in some way. Talkie till I die, Paul. Yeah, and exactly. you go, and I know that if any Talkie fans are listening and aren't a member of the uh, TUS. T supporters trust. Yeah. Then do uh, do you know? Well, you, you now put, more than ever, you can put in from a pound a month, I believe. You know, so you yeah. know if you want to get involved. If any rich businessman like like me, particularly, you know, I'm happy to be the face. I have n- zero pounds be the f- to put into the face it. of the consortium. Face of a consortium. I can't put any money in. Right. But happy to stand in a shirt on the front of your floor. You'll do it. You'll you'll for free. You'll do the free. voiceover for absolutely the free. I'll do all, all that for buy. free. I'll do Talkie the United. I'll do the PR. I'll do absolutely everything. But yeah. No, you know, the, the Wrexham situation is the dream. The Oldershot situation is probably the reality. Which yeah. is Oldershot went out of business after 66 years. They created a Phoenix club. They're now doing very well again in the yeah. National League. Well, that's, you know, I mean, it kept could be hold, a long... Kept hold of their original ground, you yeah. know. The club will live on. In, the club in will some live form. on. And, you know, in, you, maybe in 10 years' time you'll be looking back on it in the Champions League and laughing, Charlie. It might be a good thing. But I don't it think we'll be, be in the Champions League. But you <laughs> never know. You never know. Hey. Football can be like We can that. all dream. Yeah, that's it. Maybe... Yes. Uh, Maybe Dominic Holland's lad Tom will buy the club. Hey, that's nice. Wonder about Have a chat I'll, with Dom. I'll give Dom a See ring. what I'll you give can Dom do. A shout. Yeah, good idea. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on Talksport. We turn to number plates. Excellent. March the first, the twenty-four plates are out, and somebody has a great job at DVLA going through all the potential number plates that could be misconstrued as rude. Oh yeah, do you think they get to do that in there? Do you think they get to do that? The, the rudest person in the office yeah. or they've got like you know Margaret in the corner who's a bit of a prude well I'm looking at them I'm, I cannot read any of these out they did oh. appear in a national newspaper <laughs> but these are the ones that, that currently uh, you can't buy because well some of them I mean yeah I, I can completely see <laughs> read why read those out Paul yeah. they're the ones we want um a five twenty four features quite a lot. I won't go into any more than that because derivations of it are quite appalling. Matthew Damon is from DVLA. Joins us now. Good afternoon, Matthew. Afternoon, Paul. Afternoon, Charlie. How are you? Very yeah. Well. I mean, well. is this your gig? Do you sit there and think, yeah. "Could that? Oh, but that looks rude." Now I've actually written it down. It looks rude. Do you get like a nine-year-old boy who knows all the words. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Bart Simpson. Yeah. You, Bart Simpson. Give him a day rate to come in. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd love to tell you that there's a, a magic button that we press that does this all automatically for us, but it is a very old-fashioned process. And yes, we do have the Margarets from the office, and we do mix that up with the rudest people from the office. <laughs> it's a it's a fun couple of hours every six months that we spend learning all these new uh, new words and phrases. Yeah, three hundred and thirty-four number plates have been banned this year. Really? Wow, that's how they're one. the ones you want. We got there's some, a premium on those. I mean, there must be there must be some when that conversation with someone. Well, is this rude or not? <laughs> oh, I can see yeah, what you mean yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> there's a few eyes open to as I say new things that none of yeah. us are. 
are aware of in the past. We, we learn a lot in that. Uh, yeah, Margaret in the corner's got a real education about what <laughs> some things mean. What is, so what does that mean then? Oh, really? I had no idea. I wonder why my grandson was saying Google it, it Margaret. Actually, don't, yeah, don't Google, Google it. it. <laughs> Whatever you, not on an office machine anyway. Not, not from work. <laughs> don't do it from work. So, um, obviously, uh, being TalkSport, we're quite interested in the in the sporting ones. I mean, I mean they're often very popular, aren't they? They are, yeah. We sell number plates for a lot of reasons. You know, people want to replicate their name, their initials after the particular type of car. But yeah, definitely showing their sort of following or support of a, a team is definitely a uh, a reason to purchase a number plate. We've got a, a small league table ourselves of the historic number plates we've sold relating to sports. And I'm sure you've seen this, but at the top of that list is WE57HAM, West Ham. Uh, that's over forty-five thousand uh, pounds back in two thousand seven. Wow, way that's um, and I suppose once you've uh, uh, these are a good investment, Matthew. They are, yeah. Um, it's, with any vehicle, I think we we all know that they sort of start depreciating as soon as they are purchased. But it's it's quite the opposite when it comes to number plates. They're very much seen as a an investment piece, particularly these ones that have desire you know are desirable because they replicate names or indeed football teams. Yeah, mm. um, the. People's names, as you say, they're very key. I was I was looking at something like this uh, HA twenty four RRY. I think Harry Kane's yes. particularly interested in that one. Um, but they, what sort of money does something like that go for? It's really hard to say, you know, because as you say, Harry is got the football connection there, but there's a very common name, particularly at the moment with the Royal Connection. So it all depends. You know, it would have to go through an auction, and it all depends which two people want to battle it out and, and end up on top. So there's really no way to say. We have a starting price there, very much just that. This where the bidding starts, but who knows where they end up. Yeah. yeah. Do people in your office have number plates? Do, do some get put aside for people who like, you know... Staff discount. Staff discount or anything like that. <laughs> right. I wish they did, but that's not the case. I know you mentioned there that there's around 300 that we've uh, with, withheld this time around, but every six months, around 7 million new combinations come available. You know, you'll be reading off some registrations that go to auction and fetch crazy high amounts, but the vast majority of registrations that we sell are at a fixed price for £250. So there's millions of them available on our that's website. Nice. So. And the process of transferring is fairly straightforward, is it? Yeah, so when you purchase from DVLA, it's free to assign it to, you pay the assignment fee of £80, so there's no extra fee to assign it to your vehicle. And if you want to change it later on, there's an £80 administrative fee each time to do that. Okay, obviously if you've got a leased vehicle, folks, you can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Only if you own the car, I'm guessing. No, you can still do it on a lease. I think we just need to be on top oh. of the admin and make sure you you, you take that off. So when you time. give it back, then oh, uh, nice. you keep that's the number right. plate, I guess. That's yeah, right. it feels yeah. fraught with problems. They are very nice, yeah. Um, Charlie asked the question, DVLA1. Yeah, um, has anyone got that? Who's got that? Is the it the Gaffer? Bo- Did the you boss, get that the on the first day? Yeah. I don't believe that is out in the public domain at the moment. Um, with a lot of registrations, like our auctions, they're mostly built on requests from customers. So that's what we do. We typically have a look at a combination you may be interested in, see if it's been issued before, see if anyone's bought it before. And if not, then we, we can certainly make them available. I, mean, I was just looking up if H&J was available, Paul. You could have yes. that on your H&J 1 or H&J 81089. That would be nice. I imagine H&J 1 would be very, be very nice, expensive. Wouldn't it? But wouldn't not, it? not there. Not there. How much would it be to get that commissioned? Oh, well, no, so as I said, we'd have to double-check H&J one oh eight nine. Yeah, we could have a look to see if that has yeah. been issued in the past, and if not, we put it into an auction. Oh. Um, it'll take about six to eight months, and then we can let you know oh. all, all the details. Six yeah. to eight months, Paul. It could be yours. Yeah, that's right. Okay, <laughs> no, well, okay, not So uh, yeah, I mean, some of the money over the. I mean, the, the most expensive globally has gone for. I think it's about six million pounds. 
Was that in Dubai, I think, maybe? I think it or? was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The most expensive registration that we have sold uh, is the registration 25O. Uh, that was back in 2014 for £400,000 at the Hammer. Yeah. And all of those yeah, kind yeah. of, um, if you got the initial, you know, CB1, if Charlie oh, wanted that, expensive. I wanted PH1, anything yeah, yeah, anything yeah. with a one is just, I mean, the, yeah, the, the fewer characters you're looking at, the, the much more money, yeah. Yeah, the people go, okay, well, we'll, we'll keep an eye on March. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep an eye for the rude ones because it's childish, <laughs> uh, but we'll also keep an eye on for the sporting ones uh, as well, the ones that's that might nice, work yeah, there for nice March. Idea. So March the 1st, the new 24s are all released, Matthew. That, that that's right? when the new ones, uh, we will start seeing them on vehicles, but we do have our next auction coming up. Uh, our next one to go would be in March. There's a couple of sports-related ones in there. The standard one, I think, is S54 LAH. Looks like Salah. Yeah. Uh, that's oh. going to start at the price of £200. Yeah, our next auction Ooh. starts on the 20th of March, and you can find all the details at dvlaauction.co.uk. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay, people go and check it out. I wonder if Mo's great, we have to tell people what it is. Yeah, it's S A. No, but it'll look like it. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll look like, like it. it. Sometimes yeah, yeah. I was it's hard look, over the phone. Yeah. yeah, I was looking at mm. some of the rude ones and thought I can read that out. And thought, oh no, I can't. No, I can't. <laughs> Not this time of day. Uh, cheers, Matthew. Thanks very Thank much. Thank you. Have a good afternoon. Take care. Bye. There we are from yeah. the DVLA. They go and check out their latest auction. I just looked up TUFC and it says one million pounds. Oh no, that's for the actual club. <laughs> oh, I can't. <laughs> oh, I can't. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it would be me. a sad day if somebody went out and spent that on a number plate and then didn't save the club. <laughs> be, didn't actually yeah. spell it on the spend that on the club instead. I've no idea if that's what the club would cost. By the way. Yeah. Not looked into it. Uh, Mickey, the Newcastle fan, tells us, says, after a Saturday game, I asked my mother to make me a tuna jacket potato. Oh, that's nice. That's okay. Thanks for sharing. The, the moose on later on, of course. Yes. He'd, he'd be a big fan of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I'd run out of time to eat it and had to go to work. She told me to eat it when I got home. After a long shift, I asked her to put me a pizza in and she obliged. This is all very interesting. Very nice. Mickey, uh, got home late last night, sat down to eat the pizza, and she had squashed the jacket potato onto the pizza, grated cheese on it, and cooked it. There's no sport involved there, is there? <laughs> there's no sport. It's just what a bloke's had for I his think, tea. I think Mickey's annoyed with his mum, and he wanted to let us all know that. He's let us know. Yeah. Isn't he? He's let us know. He He's didn't let us like know his that dinner. That's all that is. So, mum, Mickey's mum, for goodness sake, don't be squashing spuds on top of a pizza. No, don't you call that? What would you call that a concoction? I've yeah, got no idea. I don't know, a jacket, no, deep crust. Anyway, on a more serious note, South End fan here, Charlie. We nearly went out of business and were saved by a consortium at yeah. Christmas. Keep going, Torquay, Rochdale, and all those other teams in peril from James. We're all the football you, family. That's yeah. a lot. I've had yeah. lots of messages like that. I've had. I've only had one going, ha, 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 ha. You know, she's like, good luck, okay. good luck. That's, yeah. that's wasn't you, from mate. the owner, was it? That's like, <laughs> yeah, Clark Osborne, yeah, yeah. 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 Just that they're going, ha, ha, ha. No, it wasn't. No idea. If he wants okay. to tell us how much the club is, how we, you know, if he wants to come on, he's very welcome on. You can sell your number plate, can't you? <laughs> sell, your, sell your CB1 number plate. Anyway, it's a My brother bought the. He saw a car once, an old banger. Yeah. With, with his, wanted with, the number plate. And he wanted the number plate, so he bought the banger. Okay. That's cheap. That was quite a common thing. Was it? I don't know. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, good afternoon. It is Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talk Sports, where uh, Ian Abrahams joins us very shortly. He's rounding up the best of the pre-match press conferences out of the weekend's games. Uh, we'll have a birthday spread with a difference. Oh, All yeah. the 
uh, birthdays and gags are being set by the talk sport listeners. Yeah, have it's we got any tea. to play yet? I haven't no. made the cut. No, no we're no, going to no, wait. No, we're okay. going to keep our powder dry. We've oh, got lovely. apparently the producer says we have uh, five. Ah, so he's leaving anyway. What does yeah. he care? We'll bring you those a little bit later on. Uh, but before all of that, we're going to talk Manchester United. Oh, lovely. And one of the great frustrations for Manchester United fans is. Uh, the people in charge, the Glazer family, not really being accountable, not really um, having a communication with the fans to tell them what's going on, what their plans and their ideas were. But that changed yesterday with Jim Ratcliffe, a minority uh, shareholder, going public, covering all manner of ground from um, players that could come back with a manager situation to the director of football to whether Sheikh Jassim was a real person or not, <laughs> the, his relationship with the Glazers. Um, and um, listening intently was Manchester United fan and journalist writing about it in the Telegraph today, Jim White. Good afternoon, Jim. I'm Jim. Afternoon. Afternoon. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. My, my sort good. of feeling... Um, reading his comments in the papers today is that if I was a Manchester United fan I'd be I'd be quite upbeat I mean look he is as you've kind of said yourself he's talking the talk now it's all about walking the walk isn't it indeed it is but the thing is uh, as you mentioned uh, uh, over the years over the last 18 years there's been kind of complete silence uh, from Manchester United from the from the owners, uh, just nothing. We don't know anything. We don't know what their purpose is. We don't know what their motives are. We don't know where they think the club should be or where it's going. So actually having someone who's kind of interested in saying those kind of things and putting his ideas forward is, is, is a remarkable step change. Listen, he's been very, very well advised. Um, you know, I, I remember the first time he went to uh, Manchester United's training ground, he, he had a photograph with the receptionist who's been there 50 years. You know, it was all very carefully done. He knows how to say the right things. Mm. But it's good to hear them. There's no doubt about that. It's good to hear them. And I also think there's a kind of realism there. This is important. There's a realism there. You know, the, the Sheikh Jassim thing, which was a fantasy, apparently, <laughs> but a lot of people bought into that and thinking, oh, great, we'll buy Neymar tomorrow. You know, mm. it's going to be fantastic. He, he's saying it's, it's not going to be like that. You know, it's going to take time. It's going to take getting things right off the pitch and, and all those things. And actually having someone credible, I think, is, is, is a real plus. Mm. Yeah, he, he, he's one of those people who sort of... He speaks so plainly and it, that it sounds like the truth. I'm sure it is the truth, but the way he speaks is so matter of fact and so and so plain that you you Im immediately be believe him that he's going to achieve what he wants to achieve. Yes, uh, and listen, he, he didn't become the richest man in Britain or the second richest man in Britain or mm. whatever it is. Or no, no, hang on, he lives in Monaco these days. Does he still count as a Briton? I'm not sure. Yeah. But anyway, you don't become that unless you know what you're talking about, and you don't become that uh, by coming up with fantasy ideas and 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 so on. Uh, you know, he has walked the walk in his own personal business dealings in the past, so I think we can probably expect him to do it with United. The trouble is, of course, football isn't like the chemicals business. You you know, you, you can invest all you want and it you're still gonna miss an open goal occasionally. So it it's it it, it doesn't necessarily lead on that you get things right off the pitch. It's gonna get them right on the pitch. But at least it would help. At least there's a chance of that happening. I mean, it, the sound bites were there, knocking Liverpool and City off their off perch, their perch you know, yeah. paraphrasing Sir Alex and all that, went down a storm. I mean, 11 years of misery is quite on the nose, isn't it? To, to use a phrase like that as the owner of a club, 
I'm considering quite a lot of people maybe in the back room at the club have maybe been there for all those 11 years. Well, interesting you say that because I thought they'd signed an agreement, him and the Glazers, that they weren't going to slag each other off. Mm. But what 11 years of total misery suggests is, <laughs> hmm, it's your fault, guys. Mm. You are in Florida. You're to blame for this. Um, I, I, I think he, maybe the PR man might have had a, a bit, a bit of a firmer word with him after that. Yeah, some of it you did feel like he was obviously playing to the gallery, uh, a few Manchester United fans, understandably, and maybe got a bit got a bit carried away at times. What do you think Manchester United uh, fans would prefer with the, with the stadium, Jim? I mean, he's talking about building something com- completely new somewhere else or developing Old Trafford. Old Trafford is obviously was seen as the finest stadium in, in one of the finest stadiums in, in the in the world, and all that history that goes with it. Is that the club? It's a really interesting point, this. I, I noticed that Twickenham the other day was described as the old Trafford of the South and, and not in a good way um, because it was falling down and mm. needs a, a complete revamp. There's no doubt that Old Trafford, when you go somewhere like the Spurs Stadium, you know, you realise how far behind they've fallen. And indeed, even at Liverpool, where they've rebuilt the stands and at Manchester City, where they keep adding new bits to the stadium and upgrading all the time. Old Trafford is, is, is really tired. It's really in need of, of, of some TLC. The trouble is, physically, it's difficult to expand Old Trafford with the railway line yeah. where it stands at the moment. And in many ways, they, they have got the opportunity to rebuild because they can carry on playing at Old Trafford while they're doing it. But of course, you know, located on that pitch is so many memories. You know, people mm. are sitting in the same seats they sat in when they watched them win the treble. You know, the, the, everything is kind of uh, linked to the past at Manchester United. And so it would be a real emotional pull and an emotional tear. But I think if he ended up with something like the Spurs Stadium or something even better than that, um, I don't think many would be complaining. We're owners who, are going to, who say they're going to build you a new stadium. That's yeah. all I'll say. Sorry, Charlie Smarting a bit after Torquay United's administration today. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 sorry, a, it's a sore point. Sorry, um, the stuff about Dan Ashworth, who's on gardening leave at the moment and wants to come to Manchester United. Again, he was, you know, he, he gave you a little bit of... I mean, he could have easily have fudged that and said, well, that's an ongoing thing, I won't discuss that. But he said, well, you know, talk of 20 million in compensation seems a bit silly. You know, Dan wants to come to us, he's more or less saying. I mean, again, he, he, he revealed some stuff that I probably would have expected. I would have expected a straight about at times. I know. Uh, 18 months of gardening leave. Have you ever, have you ever had gardening leave? Well, are we saying? It's going to be like I, I, Capability Brown's garden by the end of it, Dan Ashworth. I, I'm, I'm desperate to get gardening leave. Yeah. What a fantastic thing to be paid to do your garden. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we're saying no I'm more water do, features. What, we're I, what do gardeners get when they get laid off? Do we know? Well, that's a good question, isn't it? Didn't they come around and check? Didn't they come around and check that your roses are in bloom at yeah. the end of it? Yeah. Otherwise, you don't get your money. Mm. Uh, but no, you're absolutely right. He He... he Faced it, addressed it. He's he's honest. He's he's straightforward. Um, and he's, I would imagine he's pretty tough to deal with. Mm. Um, I think there will probably be people at Old Trafford who are slightly nervous about their futures with this guy coming in. I wonder. Finally, I wonder if Eric Ten Hag might be one of them. He didn't say too much on management. He he said um, he talked about the structure and what's gone wrong in those eleven years. And he said you can't blame all of the coaches. And he talked about swinging from Mourinho types to different, you know, like the kind of 
different sorts of managers coming in to try and achieve things. They're going to have a clear process. But there's a couple of stories today suggesting Dan Ashworth, of course, big mates with Gareth Southgate. They've worked together at the FA. Gareth could be looking for a new challenge in the summer if uh, if the Euros goes well. I, I just wonder if Ten Hag should be looking over his shoulder a bit. Yeah, I mean, it depends what happens in the rest of the season. I think if there's evidence of forward momentum, and to a degree there is with the young players who perhaps by... Uh, necessity he's had to promote uh, into the side. If they continue their development, uh, I think that would help him uh, an awful lot. I think if there's still a kind of sense of lack of direction and stagnation come the summer, he might be in trouble because if they're looking for new brooms everywhere, the most obvious place to start is in the dugout, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jim, thanks as always. Good to talk to you. Good to speak to you guys. There we are, Jim White there from the Daily Telegraph writing today about Jim Radcliffe's Addressed to the Manchester United nation. Oh, yeah, again, I think he said some interesting stuff. He was very frank at times. Yeah. Uh, which is good. That's all you really want. Like you've been saying, Charlie, one of the biggest problems you've had at your club is that there's just no... You don't know what's going the on. There's no communication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But that was often the, the Man United fans we spoke to would often say, we've not heard from the owners. We don't know what the owners think. Yeah, yeah. You know, so they make you start to make it up yourself, don't you? He says the relationship with the Glazers that he deals with are good. I mean, I think he just deals with, with two of them in the family. Oh, yeah. But uh, he says the relationship is good. So... Anyway, we shall see, but a good start for him. If you're a gardener who's ever been put on gardening leave, can you tell us what what it was called? There's very few situations where that would be the case. If you were the kind of head gardener somewhere and you wanted to go after another garden... Yeah, well, that that could happen. I suppose it could, yeah. If you were the chief at at Hampton Court and you had that big garden and you'd been poached, the people from... Windsor Castle had come in. Don't they? Okay, yeah, yeah, they come in. <laughs> They'd come in for you, made you a big money deal. And you'd given to come and get me. This please. is a very common scenario. Yeah, you and, and, here, isn't it? Yeah. And, and you decided to go. And you'd they made said, it clear well, you, you can't go. go straight. You have to see out your contract. Yeah, you gardening have, leave. Gardening You'd be like, leave. be <laughs> your mate, cup yeah. final, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do, mate. Although what tends to happen is like builders and, uh, you know, you go to a builder's house often yeah. and it, it's, it's a bit of a mess because they never work on their own houses, they just work on other people. Yeah, so Dentist teeth, Paul. Yeah. You can Dentists have, have you terrible can, teeth. You could have a bit of a shonky garden, couldn't yeah. you, I suppose? <laughs> Can't uh, be bothered. If, if you were a Not working at the weekends. Yeah, exactly. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, normally there'd be no birthday spread today, but I had a bit of a brainwave earlier on. We thought we might do a talk sport listeners handover. We know yeah. you enjoy the spread, and you probably listen to Andy and think, I wonder if I could do that. Yeah. Well, you probably maybe found that that's not as easy as it sounds coming up with a gag based on someone's birthday. So we thought we would hand over to you, the talk sport listeners, for a yes. T20 birthday spread. Five of you uh, gave us WhatsApp voice notes. Uh, you have uh, set the birthday, you've done the gag. It's going to be down to me and Charlie to. Um, Come up with their ages. They'll yeah. just be five. Um, I'm assuming more than five wrote in, or are these? Oh just yeah, the, they did. The absolute this dregs is, this of what we got. The dregs or the cream. It depends uh, how you look at it. Andy, and sorry, sorry to bother you. Yeah, Andy uh, came sorry on. Sorry, bother you. <laughs> Andy came on our show, uh, Max. Yeah. me and Max last week. We yeah. play a game called How Tall Are They, which yeah. we'll have to get you on. You didn't really enter the spirit. Well, he, I think I've done. He it, said, yeah. oh, "Who's who's producing this? Is who is it? The weekend dregs." <laughs> Great, isn't it? Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? Andy, hashtag no filter Jacobs. <laughs> so it's pretty simple. We've got to guess the five uh, ages of the people that are going to be mentioned by the five talk sport listeners. Um, and the shortest margin of error after the five guesses is the winner. We're alternate, but who's going to go first? Uh, let's find out because uh, John Cadogan, our producer, certainly for the next uh-huh. 24 hours, has joined us. He's going to keep score today. John, you've got 50 Hungarian forints in your pocket. <laughs> There's a lovely joke from you to send about yes. 50 uh-huh. Hungarian forints. Coming down from 
from Inverness. <laughs> I think we're going to do a rugby song. Okay. Um, you got, well, you want to call Charlie? Uh, what is what are both sides of the game? One side is 50 forints and the other side is some kind of bird. Just say heads or tails, Charlie. Which is the heads, which is the tails? You want 50 or bird? Okay. 50 or bird? Bird is heads. Okay. Bird. Okay. Everybody's oh, heard. Why make it more complicated? <laughs> it's bird. It's yeah. bird. Do you want to go yeah. first or second? Uh, I'll go first, please. Okay, Charlie's going to lead us off. Let's get the first birthday. Sean in Bournemouth. Thank you ever so much for doing this. Let's have uh, your birthday and your gag. And it's a very happy birthday to the jazz drummer Harvey Mason. And I know Harvey well, and he's not just a drummer. He came around to my house to put a new staircase in, and it was Mason's mount. Oh! <laughs> Glad he went that way with it. Really. Yeah, one day that could have been worse. <laughs> it could have been a lot worse. So, uh, Harvey Mason, Dr- the drummer, jazz, Harvey Mason, jazz rock, rock jazz, jazz funk. I don't funk, know who that is, Paul. I don't know who that is. Wish I hadn't gone first. Now, if I'm honest. Your boy's a drummer. He'd like Harvey hey, Mason. Would he? Worst nice. yeah. Um, sixty-six. That's not a bad. Okay. guess. He might be a bit older. Um, seventy-three. Um, he's 77. Oh, 77. Wow, wow. So, Charlie, you're 11 out, Paul, yeah. 4 out. Okay, oh, 4 plays in. Well, well done, Sean. Thanks ever so much. Good joke. Good, Good joke. effort. It was yeah. lovely. Yep, thank you. Neil in Waltham Abbey. Neil, uh, let's have your joke and your birthday. Jerry Ryan, the American actress and star of Star Trek, where she played the shapely Seven of Nine. Little's known about Jerry before she became famous, apart from the fact that she ran a filling station on the A10 just outside of Enfield. In a filling station, she specialised in a range of fuel-carrying vessels. It was such a sight to behold. I really did love admiring Jerry's cans. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of blue. Yeah. Bit of blue for the dads. For the dads. Uh, I think so, Sit anyway. he's blue. Um, so, uh, what what era of, uh, of Star Trek know, was this? Paul, Do you I know? know? No, I don't know who this is, no. I mean, if it's the original, she's got to be getting on, hasn't she? Ooh. You play the sword, do you? Yeah. <laughs> what a horrendous noise. <laughs> uh, what an impression he can do, though. <laughs> this is quite good. I'd never be able to do that yeah. again. Charlie Baker. <laughs> um, I'll say I'm going to go 80 because they're all getting on a bit, but I'll yeah, it could have been one of the reincarnations of it. William Shatner. Um, uh, there's a punchline there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm <laughs> Come on. Go. Come on. <laughs> Charlie. Made myself. How old? <laughs> 83. She's 55. Oh, 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 he said oh, Star Trek. He didn't say Star Trek Next foolish. Generation. Star Trek for the kids. Uh, kids Star Trek, did she? Uh, so, Charlie, you were 28 out. That puts you on to 39. Oh, Paul, you were 25 out. You're on to 29. So, 10, 10 in, in it. 10 in it. Okay, that's Yeah, right. we that's, needed more info. Doable. More yeah, info. Wow, we. Uh, Good anyway, joke, though. Thank, thank you. you, Neil. Uh, on to Craig. Craig, let's have your joke and your birthday. And it's a very happy birthday to actor Anthony Daniels. A little known fact that after the Star Wars movies, Anthony became an accountant. A stickler for process and having things done in triplicate, Anthony refused to process any payment until he could see three POs. Oh, that's a bad AI. It's kind of quite computer generated. It's quite computer generated. <laughs> Siri. Yeah. <laughs> Siri, write us a gag. Um, so, uh, what do you reckon? Anthony Daniels. 79. Tone. Um, he probably would be, wouldn't he? 85. Oh, 
40, uh, he's 78. Oh! So, and look, I've uh, written down 78, and I said it completely wrong. Oh, okay. Well, you you said it so one out. You're so. one out, so Charlie, that moves you on to 40. Yeah. Uh, Paul, you were seven out, so that puts you on to 36. So Ooh, four lovely. in it, two four to in go. It. Okay, back to me. Thank you, Craig, uh, AI Craig. Uh, Chris, the Spurs fan from Pennsylvania, all the way from Pennsylvania. Oh, very nice. uh, thank you, Chris, for doing this. Uh, this is what Chris sent us. Let's have his, uh, his birthday and gag. A happy birthday to actress Emily Blunt. Yes, Emily Blunt. She called me the other night and wanted to go out with friends to a night spot. We were having a great time, but the club became quite loud. She said, I need to find a quiet place. Oh, okay. oh, oh, she's in the film. Yeah, yeah, she's in, place, in the film. I, need to find I was wondering how we good, were going to get good there. Emily Blunt knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we might have gone down the Oppenheimer route. Yeah, um, a got in her forties, isn't she? Forty-two. Forty-two. Emily Blunt. Maybe a bit. Oh, maybe I've got a bit young. I don't know, Charlie. Forty-two. Forty-five. Uh, Emily Blunt is forty. Oh, so is she? Sorry, the wrong way. Uh, for listening. Paul, that puts you on to thirty-eight. You were two out. Yeah. Charlie, you were five out. That puts you on to. 45. Seven so, in it. One to go. Seven in it. One to go. Uh, the kind of, the, the the kind of sort of light casual bullying of Andy and Jeff is missing yeah, really, it's isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well the kind fun. of over, it's a bit, it's a bit flat as a format, yeah. isn't well, it? It really needs, you needs know, us to poke Andy and Jeff with sticks. Don't just kind of, go too much at the listeners. You know, no, lo- no, I'm not going to have a, I mean, also they're on uh, voice. I mean, we, to actually phone them back or to <laughs> send them, to send them a cruel WhatsApp. Bring that one back. Yeah. Anyway, it's, thank you, Chris. Brilliant. All the way from Pennsylvania. Finally, to finish it today. Jack in Caton. Where's Caton? Oh, yeah. Anyway. Nathan Jack, in Caton. Jack in Caton. You and a friend from Gatwick. Let's have your joke uh, and your... Uh, Seven in And your birthday. Here we go, Jack. It's a very happy birthday to Radio X DJ Chris Moyles. I went to the pub with him in December and we had a few too many beers. It was a very merry Chris Moyles. Oh. Blimey, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, that was bad. He used to occasionally send messages to Andy, like see more butts. He used to go yeah, down the yeah. deep. Did he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Andy, Andy, you can imagine Andy took yeah. it really well. Took a very stoic radio. I love that. Yeah, well. sure. Said, cheers, Bowsy. Yeah. Thanks very much. Anyway, what's that? Uh, radio X. I can't say it. I don't know how to say it. No, you can't say it. Yeah, how would you say it if you were going to say it? I'm going to say it. If you were going to say it, how would you say it? Get into the music. Oh, okay. Along <laughs> okay. those a bit lines. Familiar. Anyway, Chris Moyles on Radio X. Anyway, that's, that's how I'd say it. Yeah, if I was going to say plug it. for another station. <laughs> oh, there much crossover there is. Uh, is that Virgin, loud? I don't know. If you're looking for your music station, Virgin Radio. I don't, Virgin Radio. I don't care anymore. Virgin, Virgin Radio. Like, come on. Happy to. Um, Chris Moyles. Well, it's a big shame because I know how old he is. Oh, really? So it sort of ruins the game, really. Um, well, I suppose. Do, do, I, it should be you first, anyway. I'm on 38, you're on 45. Yes, you, me you should be first. All right, then. Uh, is he 52? No, he's 50. Oh, OK. Oh. So, I still think I've won, though, on that basis. You still won, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> yeah, no, Paul, you're, that puts just you on 40. Nothing of a game. Did so, you go uh, to his party? Yeah, Charlie, 45, no. yeah. OK. So script. I won, did I? Oh, I, could did, t- yeah. I could tell you a story Rubbish. why I wouldn't be allowed, able to go to his party, but not on air. So OK, there. fair enough. There we are. Well, that's that. No show without punch. I think we've proven that. Yeah, God bless you all, Thank you ever so much for sending those in. This was your chance to shine. Andy may not be quaking in his boots. I don't know. But uh, we'll return to the original no. format in a couple of weeks when yeah. Andy returns. My but last that... time on air with uh, John in charge, Paul. Yes. Uh, he's my friend anyway, but I always tell him, 
hugely creative producer. He is. And uh, absolutely brilliant, safe pair of hands. Knows what he's doing, knows sport, knows creativity, and a lovely person to boot. There we are. There we are. Putting a lot of pressure on me tomorrow. Yeah, no, I'll break down in tears. Is a safe pair of hands a compliment? I don't know. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That's where it all unfolded today. Uh, I'm back tomorrow with Shaban. Lovely. You're on here on Saturday with. I wonder if um, Shaban will be interested in the news that Ricky Martin has left Stoke on track. Shaban, Shaban. That's right, yeah. Oh, baby, but she moves. She That's moves. It, yes, she might be. Ricky she Martin be. has left Stoke to be re- replaced by um, Julio Inglésius. <laughs> is there. So they're, they're a strange club, aren't they, Stoke, bringing all these yeah, um, Latin but, uh, stars. Saturday with Max, 10 till 1. There's no, there's no oh, 12.30 okay. kickoff. Brilliant. 10 till 1. Marvellous. Excellent. And I'll see you um, see you Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, Fantastic. Nice. Thank you, Charlie. Uh, do hope you can join myself and Chaban from 1 tomorrow. If not, podcast available at 4. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.